This week's episode will look back at the season opener against Cardiff City. What an absolute stunning result, fantastic performance, holding a lot of promise for the season ahead. We'll take a look at the goals, the performances, there were a couple of debuts in there as well. Christopher Pye made his debut and we're going to have a look at the impact he's had not only at the Latics but also around the world. We've got the Preston North End preview. On Sunday we celebrated our 7th birthday so we've decided to give one lucky listener the chance of a superb prize. Stay tuned for details. I'm Barry and this is the Progress with the United podcast. Right, Barry, thank you for the uh, introduction once again. How are we all doing? Day one's done. Thorpe, back in the stands with us. How's things? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, but no pre-season, so coming in a bit cold. I reckon I might end up getting on sent on lawn to Bolton if I don't shape up tonight. Well, well. see, get warm in here, it's boiling. Yes, Mr Penelbury, how are we doing? Yeah, goat up there, still got goat. <laughs> but, but... I've got, I'm a happier man with gates. Hashtag gout watch. Barry? Yeah, it's fine, thank you. Nice little opening there from you. Yeah. Mm. Well scripted. Very positive. Yeah. Excellent, right. Well, we'll have a look back at Cardiff. We're not going to do the stats the same way. We wanted to try and jazz it up. And uh, on the whole, um, the game looked pretty even possession-wise. We were just shaded the possession um, by 6%. Again with the attempts, pretty even, 12-13, on target, we drew it up didn't we, um, plenty of chances, it feels like there's more on target, I don't know what anyone else has to think about that. More than what? Four. Four each. Mm. I don't remember keepers making any, any saves to be honest. Well he had one on target when he made, to be honest, made an error for the goal. Yeah. So that's a shot on target yeah. in addition to the shot on target that scored, isn't it? We had four on target that scored three goals. Yeah. Clinical. Yeah. Not from the spot one. Believe it or not, <laughs> Cardiff are the dirty team of the two. I don't think that's uh, yeah. um, too many uh, eyebrows raised there. And it resulted in them getting booked. Um, obviously Cookie got booked as well. Um, which will we'll know that the goal not get booked for his shots well yeah that, that was less, nothing to uh, be imagined uh, 10 minutes 12,169 was about 2,900 from Cardiff reports suggest but most importantly a elastic result of 3 goals to 2 to the good Barry super performance uh, I feel the worst one we went behind to be honest because they looked a strong side big physical strong side but I don't. I didn't think we deserved to be behind, um, and thought we. To be honest, I thought we were superb going forward. Windass and uh, Garner, oh, magnificent. Thought both of them were magnificent. I do wonder what game Neil Warnock was watching after uh, listening to on Quest. Mm. Um, so um, they said the same on Five Live as well. Cardiff yeah. deserved the win. Yeah. But we're all Wigan fans, aren't we? At the end of the day, well, I think t- if you were being sort of trying to put you in part, I thought I thought Latics edged it. I don't think we certainly didn't batter them. I think if it was a draw, you'd have walked off saying, 
Fair enough. You know, it's a, it, it's a draw. I don't know what, like you said, I don't know what game one was watching to say that it were far the better side and, and also seemed to be questioning some of the refereeing decisions were actually the goal scorer, the first goal was, should have been sent off. There's a tackle. Awful tackle. There's about two off Cardiff at any day. And somebody rang me up after the game who'd uh, not, not been to the game, but they'd been watching it on Sky or listening to it on, on Sky. And Matt Murray apparently had been uh, doing broadcasting for a game, and he said the same thing. Two players should have, should have gone for Cardiff. I mean, one was Murphy, weren't he, with that scissor, two-footed scissor tackle, tackle from behind. Yeah, that was... Red card all day long. Yeah. Yeah, and so... But he, he's always been like that. I remember once Warnock saying he got relegated because they had 46 bad refs. So... <laughs> yeah, when he was a very manager. So, that said, it was obviously 1-0 behind, weren't we? Um, and then, upsteps... Uh, well, we got a penalty. Well, the penalty. We'll not, we'll not go into that, Barry. Was, was it a penalty? I think it was from where I was sat. The one that was given. Mm-hmm. Paul was yeah, given. Yeah, oh, oh, you both were there, weren't you, where you sat? Yeah. That in line. Well, it's in it's in He had his hand out and... and yeah. He lays into it. Yeah, it's not question. Right in front of me, and I agree. Does he take the next penalty now? Well, he's missed two. He hit it well enough, didn't he? He just smacked the ball. It was low enough this time as well. I'll tell you what, it seemed to ping out and hide, didn't it? Yeah. It was weird how it came it's, out. Um, I've got a video uh, Joey Garner. of Joey Garner diving in for the for the header. Can't fault the commitment for the lads on Saturday at all. No. The passion, and then obviously Jacobs is he gets our first free kick into the wall. But we're following up. We're picking up those set bits and pieces, as people say. Good sign. Um, make it one piece. Deserved. Mm. Very much so. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we had a really good spell. Uh, albeit, I say we had a good spell from the 46th minute onwards because in the, in that minute, just before the penalty, they should have made it two. They should have done that. And that would have been it, I think, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. And then we, we do make it two. Um, Josh Windass, brilliant finish. He was, that, that ball over the top was giving Cardiff centre backs problems all day long because so just didn't have the pace to deal with no, them. they've obviously done the own, their own work haven't they yeah. where's Windass's pace come from well, blinding well I, to be honest I actually think that maybe where he's been played he's not necessarily had the chance to, to utilise it as much because it's it's basically that ball over the top and he's running from central whereas I think a lot of the time he was playing wide and they were playing it to his feet um, and the other thing which I think applies to all the players and is probably impacting upon his press is they all look a bit fitter you know a bit a little bit of extra energy I don't know what everybody else thinks no I thought that I thought it was very energetic it was 100 mile an hour yeah we're ready for the start of the season there's no two ways away I mean when Roberto were there it used to take us three or four games to get going didn't it (laughs) but uh, we've hit the ground running we did though this last season, Sheffield Wednesday home 3 2. Well, you look at, I mean, it might be the managerial style as well, because look at Kuke, his record, it's the first games of he's had eight as a manager. One seven. He's won seven and drawn one. So obviously, he's got his players up to speed in, in pre season. Let's see how we go Saturday. Yeah. Um, then came Omar Bogle, came off Cardiff. You knew that was coming, didn't you? <laughs> the, the funny thing is, he, he uh, made the gesture. Towards yeah. the West End. Yeah. Um, were they're not going to be too fussed? No. Did well, you know? Somebody said somewhere that they, they were giving him a bit of stick as he was warming up. Yeah. Did anybody look to the ref- uh, line or to see if the flag were up? 
Yeah, I did. <laughs> it always used to be, didn't it, when he even took the ball. So, if, if it was going to be anyone scoring, it was yeah. going to be um, Omar. Yeah, it looks a big unit too, didn't it, compared to when he was with us. Oh, right, he, he was quite big then, but yeah. he was massive. Yeah, but then, bulked up a bit. Yeah. Good bit of football from the Latics. Switching plays, switching sides. Balls comes to Lee Evans and oh, take a boost on. Yeah. Beautiful strap. Back to... Uh, what he was when he was here the first in his first spell before he went to Sheffield United that he could strike a great ball was last season it seemed to have gone from him didn't it he just didn't yeah. seem to be able to hit yeah. it was he, I mean was he in that sort of position no, maybe he didn't be quite in the area but yeah. it, uh, beautiful where I was sat yeah. right yeah. in line struck it so well this, this sat off him a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. Give him the opportunity. I like the fair play. He actually, he actually shot. How many times we see it there where they've not necessarily had the confidence to try and play another yeah. pass into the forward and try one two and it can break down. But he's seen the opportunity. He's backed himself and it scores. Well, this this leads into the new uh, section for this year's pod. And rather than doing, I think last season we knew Rhys James was man of the match each week, um, and we're going to do like he was uh, man of match Saturday when Rhys James. <laughs> We're going to do um, our man of the match, and let's see who gets the most votes throughout the season. So, starting with Adam, who gets your man of the match for Saturday? Uh, my man of the match on Saturday was Windass. Windass. Barry? Oh, it's really difficult because um, it re- I thought Windass was superb, um, and Evans as well, very tempted mm. to go with Evans. But, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to go with Joe Garner. Joe Garner, Thorpe? I'll join Adam with Windass. And I'm going to go Windass, so the PW man of the match is uh, Josh Windass. Is is this uh, a way of maybe, rather than doing um, the end of year vote for player of the season, are we going to do it by the See how we get through, you know, yeah, towards the accumulation of. Accumulation, yeah. Someone taking a note of Putnam. What you you could do is you you could tally them, couldn't you, and potentially on a week where there's been a few of good games yeah. dish out more on. points than yeah, yeah. Um, better rules up as we've all on can't we talking of standout players one player that I never noticed and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing I think it was a good thing one player I never noticed of ours at all during that game was uh, Lewis McLeod just underlining him yes and that comes on to the debuts mm. um, McLeod played obviously one side Lee Evans in midfield did the quiet role didn't he yeah, I, I watched him a bit actually. But I was watching him uh, particularly later in the first half after the excitement of the first game of the season. I wanted to like watch him, and and what I liked about him is that he, he did show a lot for the ball. I, I don't think he, I think because of the, the the speed of the game, and 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 it was bypassing sometimes the midfield, you know, that long ball. But I could see he was going and he he was asking for it, and and I thought in the second half when the energy had gone a bit. He got the ball a bit more and started to to move it. I liked his control. You know those balls that are in the air sometimes, and you know they just sometimes it's somebody's knee and does a player where he was like he was composed with it. And I thought it was a, an efficient debut. It was, yeah. And let, let's let's carry on with debuts if if that's all right. Um, Jamal Lowe came on from the bench. Uh, not a lot to do. Not a lot, not a lot done. No. He's gonna make an opinion. No, com- no yeah. comment. No. no. Um, Marshall in goal. Well, yeah. I read give the first goal away. Yeah, after that he didn't yeah. look too bad, did he? No, but I mean he comes with a big reputation, so you know he's not. You're not going to judge him off mm. off one mistake, are you? 
Was he second? Do you think the um, obviously the first one he spills it and it goes a bit wide? Was the second one an error? Do you think as well? Rather than knocking it over the bar for a corner, yeah. I thought so. But yeah. I mean, look, he was stretching for it once. He maybe he he, he he might have been uncomfortable knocking it back towards goal in case he knocked it in the back. As, as we said before, it falls to the player who yeah. should have been sent off. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'd six men in the box as well, you know that. And he shoots. It was it right? It rolls, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't just uh, him though, because I thought the defence was a bit in that for that goal, Stagnant. a bit suspect, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think what we think of the whole team performance, uh, just to sum it all up. Fantastic. Good. Can't, yeah. You can't moan. You've come away on the opening yeah. day with three points. I think we start. We picked up where we left off. Mm. Same sort of football, high tempo. It's very similar to last season um, because also as what well, last season we love the attacking player even though I know the shots don't seem to indicate it but it seemed like we, we, we caused them problems every time we attacked but also as well I was a bit worried like we were early in last season about the defence I wasn't I didn't have that yeah. real confidence about well, the defence like Bogle's goal he was six yards out from Mark one second and we like the crash and, and they came down that side quite easily crossing from wide too easily for me yeah. or getting sometimes getting past a bit too easily but is that do you think that's because we were playing against probably two of the better wide players in the division mm. and also that our full backs probably would still say a better going forward yeah maybe that's why we're looking for a new centre back and brought in Feel a bit rude. There was another day here. The second coming. Oh, yeah. Jedi. Yeah. I thought oh. he was on a bicycle. I, 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 I can't. I can't go on with this. We've had this. Before. That's not a debut. Christian Walton. You know, it's not a debut when you played the last game and you played the next game. I don't, I don't technically on paper. I've I very rarely agree with you. Yeah, I'll <laughs> debut. Right, not like in this second podcast of the season is agreement between mm-hmm. Simon and Paul. Now, this is one thing that we we put out on um, Sunday or Monday on the on our Twitter, the big screen, and it caused quite a lot of um, feedback, didn't it? Which the club was seeing. Um, one thing was the time. Yeah, there was no time on the scoreboard, yeah. and yeah. then when there was an advert on. I think I've seen somewhere that the club said that they are going to put the time back on the screen. Can we work out the rotation, why it was so not, not on for Everton, on for Burnley, not on for... Has it been deliberately taken off the scoreboard? I believe so, yeah, it wasn't there pre-season. But it was on for, it was on for Burnley. Yeah, was it? Because it returned, I, I noticed, that's how sad I am, I do. I mean, nobody's going to be happy it's gone, are they? And nobody's going to be upset if it comes back. Well, oh, uh, I think you need the time, because... Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. Of course yeah. you do. I was watching that big screen... And bang on 80 minutes, I set a stopwatch going so that I knew that yeah. exactly when 90 minutes was up. And then I just let it carry on running for everything to added time. Yeah. on. And what about um, the halftime entertainment? What's, what's people's thoughts on that on the table? I mean, I know we don't go for the halftime entertainment. I didn't see any. I didn't, know, I didn't look at the screen during the halftime. No, I mean on the, on the pitch. I was on the pitch. kids playing. Right, yeah. Because there was, there was some kids having a little knockabout. Yeah. I mean, it was nice that to do that. I miss. Martin in the middle of the uh, pitch, having a you know whether it's someone going flying on their arse or something like yeah. that, you know that kind of stuff. Maybe they need to. There was something in the pipeline. I know there's a lot going on at the club last week. I, t- I, t- I tell you what, I was just going back to the big screen, the Will Grigg goal against City. I know the club have put their podcast out this week, um, which obviously has been done by guys so it's predominantly radio clips, and the commentary on the radio of that goal absolutely surpasses the telly by a yeah. mile yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I lost. Double star, double anything, huh? There's, there's only one downside, and I've said it once before on the podcast. I said it on last week's podcast, and I've said I've, I've sent a strongly worded tweets to the club. Is that there's a video that goes on, and there's a podcast member. His face just keeps appearing. <laughs> oh, pain him. That's he, why I'm paying him. He's different, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I, it was a shame not to be listening to guys' commentary while I was there as well. Well, that, that's that's another point. So, so obviously you can pick it up on the club channels, but you can't listen to it live like you can when it's on the. So I, I'm led to believe it's, it's forty-five pounds to to get this um, radio subscription for for the club, which works out about a pound a game. Um, what are people's thoughts on that? I think it needs a radio station to broadcast it because uh, when you're thinking of, of, of particularly the older supporters who, who, do, who are not internet savvy on the wireless. Yeah, that's how they want. That's how they listen to it and they go yeah. to the games. And I know people because there's at least three elderly people around where I live who's been and asked me about it. Uh, you know, I, th- I suppose that the, the well, I'm, I'm not elderly, but I'm a, <coughs> a bit tight. Yeah. I, I suppose that the benefit is if you do purchase it and you're at the away game, you like to have a you know have a listen and you you can pick it up that way. Um, but obviously the club have introduced the um, a new app, haven't they? That goes with the, with all this, which mm-hmm. um, is now on iOS. I don't know whether it's dropped on Android yet. I don't know if anyone. Does, does anyone the, uh, I haven't got it yet. Does the app do anything more than the website does? It's, it? it's condensed a lot of the website. You can watch your your live streaming. Um, so if you've got your subscription, you can get. I've got the subscription, yeah. Um, I like yeah. it because there's a lot of uh, free, free, free content. content so yeah. good, isn't and it? that's good. It's all condensed within the app, and um, you know a lot of push notifications. And it condenses a lot of the, uh, the website, your videos, but also your live streams. So I presume you can use this if I'm listening to the game. I can well, use not, while you're, not while you're there because the signal ain't going to be good enough. Well, that's it, and that's one thing like you yeah. like doing, isn't it? You like yeah. listening to the game while you're there, just in case they're scoring, you you don't see it. Well, it's, it's, it's not so much that. It's no, you, I did the same It's point. more to the point when you're trying to work out what's going on over the other side of the yeah, yeah. You know, like particularly with being the opposite side from... Like Paul Shoot-Downing-Boots Saturday. I, yeah. I didn't realise yeah, so it. Well, the thing is, well, if, if yeah. you don't see who's coming, like, you'll always make uh, reference to who's coming on. Yeah. Now, it's easy for me to see who's ready to go, but for you guys over the other side... And you don't always yeah, see especially the first game of the season when you... Who's he? Which one? Which one? Yeah, one number's he. But yeah. the, I like that last game. It's easy me. Well, the, the, in terms of the cost, what the Paul's point he's making is it going to make any difference? It's not about the cost; it's about the availability of it. If well, you, it's, you it's not on a radio station. The signal is too low. If I'm at, if I'm at home games, you're looking at two quid a game for the away games, eh? Yeah. Because you're paying you're paying you pay. Do any clubs? Price. Do any clubs use? Um, Allow you to have free Wi-Fi, do you not? Through, you know, through. The thought about it at last example, having a Wi-Fi, but uh, the cost at the time was too great, so it might be something that comes in the future. I've not known it anywhere else, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I, you, well, <coughs> on a match day, you're looking at you're looking at servicing, you're looking at carrier class, aren't you? You know, it's not it's not Wi-Fi, it's business Wi-Fi. Mm. Yeah. I don't mean that as in. Money, I mean, as in it's the business wife. Uh, carrier class is the. Uh, so, I advised get that new app and have a look at it. It's it's decent. It condenses the website and <coughs> it's, it's quite nice. It's quite smart. 
Yeah, there's a, there's a good interview on though with some chat. Anyway, about. moving on. <laughs> moving on. Oh. We're not plugging again. <laughs> now, there's a new, another new debut. Sorry. I forgot. I thought, about I this. thought you were going to bring this up a little bit sooner, but. There was a debut. Krusty the Pie. I'm so hungry. What's everyone's thoughts on Krusty the Pie? I think it's brilliant. Good. Well Excellent. Excellent. I, I, th- I think the biggest the biggest thing for me is that it's been picked by the kids. Yeah. It's you know any any adults that are moaning about it and there are one or two. It's not for you. Do you know what's even better? It's the kids and the kids love it. It's gone global. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Picked for the kids by the kids. But the kids couldn't get a photograph with it because it's the adults. Yeah, my dad. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah, yeah. I saw that he picked uh, text messages off mates. Some mates I've not even seen in years. It's just a thing you have typical. This is a typical mm. Wigan. Could you get any more Wigan than? Yeah. It was coming out the game on uh, Saturday, and my dad saw Krusty, and he's like, "Oh, get it." Do you want a picture? I'm like, no, Dad. He means I want a picture. I take my picture. <laughs> so I've got a picture of my dad with Krusty the pie. Um, but it's gone, it's gone global, and yeah. there's even people saying that it's some Phoenix football club or whatever it is. Chicago Fire. Fire. And a meltdown about it yeah. saying, well, have they not got something like that? They brought a pizza exactly today uh, to, to, uh, to challenge Crust of the Pie. You know what? It was four fire as well, wasn't it? With, uh, With uh, like a I, I, the Briddy. A, a question I've got is have we got a different pie in the away kit? Because that's what you, you could have, but you could have more like it, you know, like a steak and onion, steak and kidney. Or a party meat. Yeah. A bit more oval yeah. shape. Not, not oval. What's the filling? Yeah. More elongated. What's the filling? Is it just meat and potato? Oh, typical Wigan pie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah well, you could, you could call that, well, I mean, they named it crusty, but you could go with meat and yeah. potato in the away kit, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, two. Yeah, two. I think it's great. I like steak and ale. Steak and <laughs> that's not surprised, yeah. That's, that's, that's caused me going. Yeah, well, a lot longer than that. Fantastic, though, and it's it's brought good media to the club. Brilliant publicity, yeah. isn't it? And there's, there's something doing the rounds on um, Twitter at the minute because obviously we're we're doing bits in the transfer market and we're we're making we're, we're making waves, aren't we? And there's a lot of people going effing Wigan. You know, we, we're ruffling feathers, aren't we, this yeah. season? Yeah, yeah, as always. We might ruffle a few yeah. more if we carry on like we did that. Yeah, a few more. I like it more. Keep them well, up. more, more, more. How do you like it? How do you How like it? it? How so, can I love you more? <laughs> so, we, we, talk, we talked about Jamal Lowe, he came on, didn't really get a service, didn't really get his game time, did he? Uh, Sterling, missing from the squad. Williams missing from the stop squad. Squad, is that just lack of time with the team? You can only name a certain amount on the bench. Yeah. I mean, you look at that, that was another positive of um, Saturday, wasn't it? The, the players that played Saturday were mostly the players that finished the season last season, yeah. but we were worrying about the bigger missions of um, Nick Powell and uh, Rhys James. Nick who? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's just, while you mentioned his name, you, you think how many games Paul played for us last season, and it, you know, he, he, what did he get in about twenty games? Um, yeah. So, you know, James is the one. Is the big yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, any 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 team with that? Him. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing yeah. you can do about that. Yeah. And like you said. That, Paul, for me, still goes with the best of wishes and everything. I'm yeah, nothing yeah. against him. He did a great yeah. thing for our club, but... Well, he's grand is on the stove, so we couldn't compete with that. No, anyway. no. And he's, late, he's later... Good work if you can get it. His later season, he didn't contribute anything, did he, really? So. No, and that's it. And it's the, it's the unknown of 
the um, you know reliability and availability um, of the player, isn't it? Now, uh, another signing was made over the weekend or earlier this week. Kiefer Moore. Kiefer Moore. Kiefer Moore. Is it Moore or Moore? Well, it's re- he's in Wigan now. It's Moore, isn't it? I like Moore better. Sounds better to me. Well, you're from uh, West Ham, aren't you? A bit posh. So what do, what do we what do we what do we think, Kiefer? Uh, I, I don't really remember much about him when we played, apart from the fact he was quite quite tall. I think Chad Dunkley remembers him. Remembers him because he went off for twelve minutes having stitches. Yeah. Um, he's another one, isn't he? He's he's um, he scored goals at League One level relatively consistently over the couple of la- uh, the last couple of seasons. Didn't really have much of a chance in the Championship. I think he played a little bit for Barnsley, didn't he, just before yeah. he got relegated. So he's a big lad. Yeah. He's not really had that really tall sort of striker for a while. So something a bit different. Song for him, more, more, Keith Keefer more. You get the ball, score a goal, Keith Keefer more. See that on Twitter. Yeah. Six or six, signs of blue. Big Keefer more is after you. Yeah, I tried, well, I didn't try releasing a song, but the PW podcast Twitter tried releasing a song the other day and it got shot down, didn't it? <laughs> Needs a little bit of work, but it... it, it, it well, we, we're not going to swear, are we? I know that's what, there's a bit of swearing there to change around. The general framework for it, I, I agreed with, but okay. it just needs a bit of So if, if you were analysing that as, um, say, if you were a lecturer or something just, like that, yeah. it just needs to give it a 2-1. Right, so, more's come in. Any more business? We've been linked with Rolando Arons from Newcastle United, a winger. Um, us and Sheffield Wednesday are linked with him. That's it. Um, no. Unless there's an outgoing. Yeah, possibly. But also another centre-back potentially for, you know, cover for Dunkley, Kipre and uh, Fox. I've, I've been banging the uh, Obi drum. Um, maybe he'll be there. Um, I, w- I would say about that, I would only get a centre-back that's better than what we've got. I don't think cover is that in that position. I, I, I'd say that we, we'd be looking for someone to improve in that position because I, I, I've nothing against Dunkley or Kipri, but I do think there is scope for improvement. Smalling or Jones? Can't see it. No. Burn? Well, they're after, the, um, Dunk's going... Leicester. Leicester. They'll start a merry-go-round, won't they? Yeah, they're meant to be signing somebody else. I think it's, it's a case of watching space, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be too, to be honest. My view, I would be very, very happy with the business that we've done. And it pretty much, when there was a meltdown with some people about a month ago, I, given what we've heard, given what what the bits we've got from the owners, I was confident that they would they would do a good job. Yeah. Working with Paul Cup, and I would say transfer window eight, eight out of ten, nine out of ten. From a club, um, Latics are back in a scheme to make match day experience more autism friendly. So that's you know that's the way um, a lot of places are going. So that's really uh, really positive stuff. Um, what else from the club, Barry? Have you got anything from the community trust side of things? Yeah, Latics Community Trust are pushing an initiative. It is the Latics Memories. Um, the next session is on the thirteenth of August. It's free to attend. It's held at the DW Stadium. Just go along to reception and say you've come for the uh, Latics Memories sessions. All are welcome to bring anything along with them to show. 
Uh, it's uh, part of the EFL Extra Time Hubs uh, series. And it runs between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock. If anybody's got any relatives or they know people who are a little bit older, they'd like to go along and do a bit of reminiscing, show some experiences about the Latics down the years, have a chat with fellow fans, etc. Uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful place to go. It's backed by the council, and like I say, EFL Trust as well. And there's refreshments on. There's a brew, cake, biscuits, and you get inside inside the ground, and you can have a tour around and see things. It's a fantastic sort. Yeah. It's really good. I'll probably put a link on Twitter only to to where that is. Yeah, yeah. And if anybody wants any information, just uh, email Ian Gaskell at the the club, and his email address is i dot gaskell at WiganAthletic.com Paul? Um, yeah, I just saw a thing in the news today that the, the fellow who gave Nathan Byrne out of order abuse has been convicted and sentenced today. Yeah, uh, was it 20 hours or 200 hours? 200 hours, hours 200 community hours. service, 170 odd quick court costs yeah. and a £100 compensation to be paid to Nathan Byrne, yeah. which I think is probably um, sending a message rather than um, yeah. actually trying to make a real difference because I can't imagine Nathan Byrne's going to want for 100 quid no, but, but it's the fact that it's, it's been yeah, seen the Crown Prosecution Service looked at it and decided that it was severe enough to take it further oh yeah oh, yeah. And I mean, that's the, the, uh, the, the crucial thing and he's been convicted yeah. of a criminal offence which yeah he, he was apparently very remorseful as you bloody should be and he was hammered at the time so it's yeah but you know I, I'm one who I don't care how hammered you are you've still got some sort of sense yeah, about you Moving on from that, Callum Lang signed a new contract at the club. Um, is it three years? Three yeah, year three year deal. Um, so that's that's good news. Uh, he's obviously featuring um, a bit more. Uh, QPR released ticket prices for our trip down to the capital um, on the twenty fourth of August. Now let's look at the prices. Adults silver twenty eight quid, gold thirty three quid. Over sixties, Barry. They do over sixties. £19 in silver, 23 in gold. Silver and gold? It's restricted view, apparently. So you buy a silver ticket, but sit in the gold seat yeah. area. Right. You'll notice that more silver tickets will be sold. Probably for that. I'll, I'll be nearer to the other Rangers and at a wedding in Glasgow. Fair enough. And then finally, um, and it leads nicely into um, our next part of the show, uh, Preston. Um, news is out for there, 3 o'clock kick-off. We've received an initial allocation of 2,765 tickets. We've already sold um, just over 2,000 tickets, so it's going really good. Tickets are on sale till 3pm online on Friday. Um, you can visit the ticket office um, or call the free phone number now that they've got. I'll be there. Free tickets, I'll be there as well. I'll be there. Uh, adults start at £24, well adults tickets £24, over 65 16 under 25 15 under 18s 8 under 11s um, £2. Car parking is limited at the ground and there is a £15 fee if you want to park on site on a first come first serve, the advice to get in touch. A lot of people will be making their way by train, behave yourselves. Um, and then also there's the bus from the town centre. Yeah, so stadium park is priced at £15 per vehicle and sold in advance of the fixture date subject to availability. Um, there is accessible parking available and there is quite a bit of parking around. I think there's a car park just over the road, it's about a fiver to go in. Um, 
plenty of pubs um, around Preston and what have you for the, those travelling by train there are plenty of pubs in the town centre and walking distance to the station pubs within the vicinity of Preston station some of which include the Old Vic Station Hotel the Adelphi Roper Hall and Yates's. Oh, they were my haunts when I was at uni. I was going to say. Roper Hall. It does say, though, for some fixtures, pub may be allocated as designated aways, pubs. Follow the official police Twitter, PNE Police. And drink responsibly. Yeah. And the good thing is, they even provide you, if you want a Diet Coke or a Coke, £2.30. If you want a beer, £3.90. Barry. Have we got any uh, competitions coming up? Yes, well, uh, we celebrated our seventh birthday on Sunday. What we've decided to do is give one lucky listener the chance to join us for a Wigan kebab. That's a pie supper at the studios next Wednesday. And this has been sponsored, or it's courtesy of, Wigan's finest pie shop, Galloway's Bakers. Ooh. They are going to come uh, and supply the pies for the evening. So we're very, 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 very pleased to be able to announce this competition. So what do we do? What do do you need to do? Right, you need to obviously listen to this podcast and then you need to tweet us with the answer to this two-part question. Galloway has opened their first pie shop in 1971. Which podcast member also came into being in 1971? So out of the five of us, permanent members, who was born in 1971? Just to remind you who the members are, it's Barry, Simon, Paul, Old Adam and Young Adam. That's A. Now B, the season 71-72, Latix played in the Northern Premier League, and it's quite easy to find this out. What position did they finish the season in? The 71-72 season. Get your answers in by... Sunday. Sunday, thank you Simon, at 4pm. And we'll do the draw and announce the winner by five. <laughs> if anybody gets it right. Yeah, and then obviously they're going to come down oh, to the studio. Yeah. And they'll get a, get a nice wiggly kebab, talk all things Preston. Yeah. Uh, cover Stoke game. And we'll look forward that's, to... That's correct. Yeah, so follow us also on Twitter. Follow Galloway's. Retweet Galloway's. Just do everything. Yeah, just do it all. We know. Yeah, everyone knows games rules and procedures apply. Yeah, this competition isn't going to, on, going to be online or anywhere else, so you need to listen to the podcast. So I'll just run through the questions again. So it's a two-parter. Uh, Galloway has opened the first shop in '71. Which member of the podcast was born in '71? And in that '71-'72 season, the Latics played in the Northern Premier League. What position did they finish the season in? Sunday, 4 p.m up the ticks. We've got our first away game of the season coming up. We're taking the short trip to Deepdale. We've covered a bit in the uh, bit of the club. Um, before we even discuss it, should we have a word with a friend of the show, Adam? Over to you. Yeah, so we've got Rob Sumner on tonight. Uh, certainly, uh, well, friend of Adam Pendlebury, but more importantly, friend of the show, uh, regular uh, listener. How are you doing, Rob? Hello, mate. How are you doing? Not too bad, Adam. How's uh it's good to have you back. Uh, I missed it during the uh, 
last season uh, whilst travelling to work he always caught your uh, weekly podcast and it was uh, it was good to get uh, another uh, Championship team's view on how things were going. So yeah, all good. Yeah, and, and obviously you're, you're a Preston fan, excelled in Derby, which must be must, you must be looking forward to Wayne arriving in January. Is he living next door to you? Yeah, well, well, he might be, mate. You know what I mean? He <laughs> might be able to go out for a few pints and then stuff. But uh, no, that's a bit of a strange one, isn't it? Uh, and you know, we signed Nugent; they replaced him with Rooney. Um, yeah. Very strange. Well, that br- br- brings us on. Brings us on to. Bring, yeah, brings us on to signings. That because I know one of the questions really sort of um, at this stage of the season. Uh, I guess the player you're most disappointed in losing, your best signing, and the player that you cannot afford to lose. So three questions all in one, and I'm going to shut up now. Right. Okay. So um, we've lost Callum Robinson, massive, massive blow to us. Uh, a quality player. Championship level. I think he contributed to about 20% of our goals last season, which is a, a big amount, um, which we're going to have to find from somebody else who that will be. I don't know at this moment in time, so definitely he's a massive loss to us. Uh, we've not lost really anybody else apart from the fringe players during the close season. Um, best signing, well, we've only made, th- made three signings. One's Nugent. Uh, Patrick Bauer from Charlton and the uh, young lad from Coventry, um, Bayliss, who looks like he's got a good future ahead of him, uh, but hopefully he'll be able to uh, supply our very dwindling strike force next season. Um, but it's good to have another centre-half in the ranks, uh, because at times last season we were short in that position. So I will go for the lad from Charlton as our best signing. Yeah, and are there any, uh, I mean obviously Daniel Johnson was linked with Wigan, are there any other players that maybe you might lose tomorrow in the uh, in the window? Just, the window? Uh, possibly another striker, Lewis Bolt, uh, who he's not done the best at Deepdale uh, in his time here. Again, he's not a massive contributor of goals. Um, you know, he's a kind of striker where you, you know, you bang the ball up front to him. So I don't expect anyone to go. Even DJ, uh, I think it was more hair for talk and you know, talk of a loan rather than a, sort of like a permanent signing. But I don't expect to lose anyone. It's just very, very frustrating that we've only brought three players in because we are we're short in some positions. You know, we're only uh, an injury to from our full-backs being ruled out and with no one else. Uh, we've got two keepers who are not in the best of form. Good. So I'm a bit concerned about this season. Uh, I would have thought it would have been a good time to, to press on because it looked like a, uh, a wide-open league this year. But it doesn't look like we have. It looks like we've, we've actually come back, if you think. Yeah. So with that in, ma- with that in mind, how are we? what are you expecting... Um, with that in mind, what you're expecting on Saturday then from the game? What what would be kind of your prediction the way it goes? Uh, I, I mean, we're all hoping here it's it's not going to be like last year, a four 0 defeat. I think we're in for a really really tough game on Saturday. Um, I would say a point or a Wigan win. I oh. can't see where we're going to get a goal from at this this moment in time. I could be proved wrong. It could jump together, you know, in the second match. But uh, by all accounts, the uh, performance on Saturday against Millwall wasn't the best. So the early days, we had a, a very 
really bad start last season. So, you know, you can, through six games, anything can happen. But I just can't see where we're going to get goals from. That's that's the worrying thing. Unless we sign someone in the next 20 hours, uh, this could possibly make a difference. Yeah. Well, I'm quite happy there with your pessimism. That's uh, very good. Very good news for uh, for uh, for Wigan Athletic. But that, that's uh, quite a good insight, really, into sort of what's what's happening there at, at, at Preston. And I'm sure you'll look forward to listening back to yourself when you're travelling into uh, in, into work tomorrow, Rob. Well, I might skip past that bit, uh, but no, I'll uh, have a listen tomorrow. What, what's your predictions for you guys? What, what do you guys ask me? Wigan win. Simple as that. All right, mate. Lack of confidence. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. We'll on that see. on that positive note for Wigan, I will uh, bid you goodbye. Speak to you in a few months when we will be 15 points clear at the top. Okay, cheers. Right, it's nice. Um, He's nice and positive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but remember last season. Well, let's let's not remember. um, Fans were very negative um, last season. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, how do you see it going, Barry? Well, I mean, my first uh, head scratch for Saturday is going to be team selection. Because, I mean, we've made signings, we've got mm-hmm. players waiting in the wings, literally, uh, and it's been very hard to make any changes to that starting lineup. I mm-hmm. thought it was fantastic. Uh, I know Preston didn't play well on Saturday at Millwall and they lost. I, I also know some Preston season ticket holders spoke to, they were very concerned about Saturday and the all star slow. I think we're going to win this one 2 0. Fair play. Yeah, similar to Barry with team selection. I think the only one is if Morsi's fit, I think he probably would come back in. Uh, suspect from McLeod. I couldn't see any other changes, but we'd have a fantastic bench ready to go if needs be. But I don't think it really is going to be needed because I think this might be a revenge attack on Preston and a relatively comfortable 3 1 victory. Are we doing a proper. Ticks predict it's, it's not, not in fruition. Uh, oh, we're just guessing. No, right. I was going to go serious. Right, I'll say one apiece then. Did it make any difference when you were No, it didn't make any difference. Um, it's going to be a good game it's always a good game the Derby's um, I remember JR debut what in Dallas it was in like 1970 down wasn't it what's yeah. up Jason Roberts yeah um, yeah. 30 seconds in yeah who's wrapping us this Saturday well, it's Jeremy Simpson from Canforth so he's a local ref first game of the season is it? yeah I don't remember year. that name really yeah, presumably, yeah it's done before it is when we played West Brom last year last yeah. time he did this he also did it at Villa when we lost 3-2 that was cracking game that wasn't it yeah so uh, yeah we've had him a few times we played Preston only s- these stats are wrong Barry no they're not <laughs> previous 17 games no, it's, that, it's, forget that okay. do, do some maths well, we've played Preston numerous times before. We've won mm-hmm. 15, drawn 14, and lost 18. So, 47. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, I see what's happened. The one and the four are close together. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we could do it balancing that out. Can we bring that one column back up? A little yeah. Bit. Probably yeah, played yeah. about five of those on an all-weather pitch, though, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
well, a few of us making a trip to Deepdale, others will be tuning in via the uh, Latix TV app. Um, it'd be nice to hear what Will Jones and the NYC fan club made of it. Um, you know, they've got got into it and making making moves over there. With the Hong Kong supporters, didn't ma- manage to catch up with Gallon at the weekend, but. It looked like they enjoyed it, didn't yeah. they? The photographs and, and what have you. He was in Pizza Hut when I messaged him. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. We've also got another game between now and the next podcast, and it's um, it could be an interesting one. It's Carabao Cup, first round, and we're playing Stoke City at home. Yeah. Always 6 1. Nick Powell. Yeah. Don't think he'll play. No, I think. I, I think it's going to be fringe players both sides. Yeah, yeah. It'd be good to see uh, Gelder, Lang possibly. Uh, yeah, the new keeper, David. Do you think he'll play? Yeah, he'll be on the bench anyway. Yeah. What I would say for our young players is though, that even start playing fringe players, they've still got a lot of yeah, good yeah. quality. It, it'd be interesting as well, like, those players who may not get the minutes on Saturday, so it's, example if like, Lowell only comes on late on, he may get 90 minutes just getting, you know, or 60 minutes, yeah. say, a key for more. Williams will probably play, yeah. won't he? Yeah. Sterling. So it's a, good, it's, a, it's a good game to have when you've got to integrate so many players, really, haven't you? No one's bothered about the result, really. No, no it's, it's gone by the by now, the League Cup. So B- Birmingham worked last night, got well, 3 0 at Portsmouth. We've been there, done that as well, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah we have. We didn't win it, but we, we came close. Well, we went there and we had yeah. a good day out. So, uh, yeah, has anyone. Got anything else to the table? No, just a reminder about the competition. Uh, it's going to be a cracking prize, so uh, uh, you know, don't forget to enter enter via our Twitter feed or our uh, Facebook page. Yeah, either either of them two. I got one one quick question. Also, Paul wasn't here the other day. Does this does Saturday change anybody's view on this, the way this season's going to go? And and Paul, I've been listening last week. What was your view on this season? Um, I think I think the mid-season period where we had that slump was not reflective of where we were because um, a lot of people felt we might struggle a bit more but then you balance that with the loss of two good players um, and I was hoping we'd be just build on as long as you feel like you're going forwards you're happy you know, and, and that's top and bottom for any sports team anywhere if you feel like you're going in the right direction you're happy if you feel like you're going backwards even if you're at the top the bottom it doesn't matter you, you, you're not happy so yeah I think having watched Saturday as well if we, again we, sh- we should be safe but we might be a surprise package yeah yeah, I, I, I'd still go with my 10th I, I think, think I think yeah. I went 10th yeah it was very good promotive well you were yeah, yeah, yeah you, 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 well, it's not going to alter your view is it no no. I mean, I, I think the good thing about that, we've already touched on it, is the uh, we, we did seem to have unknown quantities on that bench as well, who we know can do a yeah. really good job, like Massey. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was surprised he didn't come on, to be fair. But you, you don't know who's carrying what into the game, do you? That might be on the bench, but prefer not to be used if you don't have to, and you don't have to, so you, you just give them another week, and you yeah. don't know. You know, it could just be as straight out let's get the, the new fella some minutes yeah the new keeper might play against Stoke as he well could do. he could do return against his old team yeah I, I think in terms of predicting a final position 8th oh going to bubble us uh, mm. um, 
we, we've held preliminary talks with Mark Hayes and also the Ashton Town manager. Uh, two good results for them at the start of the season. Uh, two thumping wins, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to make a return because the feedback we got from them coming on was very positive, oh, wasn't it? Very good. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're going to try and get them back on in uh, coming weeks. Um, yeah. And if you'd like to come onto the show, slide into our DMs and we'll try and make it happen. Well, without further ado, it's a good night from me. It's a good night from me. Up the ticks.